0: Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. And this is State of Atlanta. How goes it? It goes. So, uh, funny story. I just got off the Black and Gold podcast doing their show. And as they were starting, uh, they, one of the guys, Charles, we talked to Charles last night. Charles cracks open a beer right at the beginning of it. And, and Alex is asking him, he's like, what happened? Why did you do that? I'm like, you guys are just copying us now. You guys are you guys are copying our shtick, you know, cracking the beer open. But yeah, so we're uh, setting
1: the standard. That's what we're doing.
0: Well, I told him like many things that uh, Georgia State leads the way and App State follows, uh, kind of like moving to the Sun Belt and uh, you know having Car- Charlie Cobb as an athletic director. So
1: I, I actually called them uh,
0: the actually the feeder program to Georgia State. So
1: I get the feeling Charles did not like that. Uh,
0: Alex found it hysterical. Charles kind of grunted. That's, yes, so.
1: sounds about right. <laughs>
0: all right yeah so we're talking about the black and gold podcast apps one of uh, i'm sure there's probably many but uh the main app state podcast uh and we talked to them ryan and i talked to them for what over an hour last night yeah about um about this game coming up and about uh, many other things uh but uh that will i'll broadcast that or it'll, be, it'll be released as a part two to this podcast and it'll be uh, broadcast after this episode for those that are um those that are watching tonight um It was a good time. Uh, We had a lot of fun. I think I had a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, Uh, no, I had had a good time. Uh, We all talked over each other quite a bit, but you know, has to be.
0: Oh yeah, that's to be expected with us. But uh, yeah. yeah, so we will not be talking about app state all that much in this episode. I don't expect to, at least. Who knows? We always kind of just derail and go off on our own uh, stuff because we did talk about that last night, but I guess we should, we should talk about it a little bit uh, after we talk about Auburn game, uh, just to get our, our own personal takes on it. So I'm well, just, this, and this I feel like everything I said in the past 15 seconds and we'll just start <laughs> scratch, get a new beer, crack it open. Let's start over again. Right.
1: Well, well, I feel like, um I feel like when you have guests on, <clears throat> and this is very uncharacteristic of you for, for whatever reason, um you're very you're very cordial and you're you're nice about our program and about and i'm like why where is the shit talking david where's the <laughs> where's the david i've known uh, for years and years and years it's like you disappear oh yeah i'm a
0: scaredy cat I, i'm afraid of confrontation like i'll, I'll look a the <laughs> what game what are you
1: gonna do man just I'm like, like, I'm like you're you're the op man you're the moderator here
0: i'm like a four pound dog behind a behind a fence i will <laughs> yap and yap and yap as soon as that gate opens i'm running inside of the house I'm a no, no. I can't do that. So, yeah, we had a good time. We had a good time. Um, and you're pretty much the same. You don't really change your character at all. You're kind of you.
1: Yeah, I'm just kind of an asshole. So, you know, I I do it. I
0: mean, I did call their school a feeder program to ours. So, well, and
1: I'm I'm actually surprised. That's what that's sort of what (laughs) in my head sparked it because I remember like yesterday and with other guests that we've had on our show, like you're just you're very uh, you're very welcoming to opposing fan base people. Well,
0: you'll notice we've never had anybody from the trash down South on here because, ah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I imagine things would change pretty quickly.
0: <laughs> that would have to be a last call. episode. like the entirety would have to be a last yeah. call. episode, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure to end with him logging off and driving up to my house and throwing some crap through my window, but a goat or something. Anyhow, Auburn game. How are you feeling?
1: Well, I'm feeling like my mic keeps going out on me. Um,
0: and it did it again. Excellent. So we're without Tim and Ryan doesn't have a functioning mic. So everyone gets treated to me just saying whatever I want to all night long because that's different than every other week. <laughs>
1: it's uh, hashtag too soon.
0: Is what I'm oh saying. wow, yeah, I got I got way worse. I got it way is, worse.
1: So okay, I'll work on it. Yeah. So you tell so, me about your experience.
0: I'll tell you my experience. Uh, yeah. So, uh, man, I don't know. I, how, where do you even start with the Auburn trip? I, I want to talk about the bus ride. I want to talk about the game day experience, but you know, no one cares about that. What? It was, a, yes, I do. Well, we'll talk about it, but I mean, well, the game, there's no way in a million years. We really expected to be in that situation with the, what a minute 30 to go in the game at the end. It was an exciting game. I, I never left my seat. I didn't go to the bathroom. I didn't get a drink. I didn't get food. I got nothing. I sat or stood for the most part, stood in my seat the entire time during that game. It was uh, electric, exciting. Uh, we had a great turnout of Georgia State fans. Our, our little sliver of Jordan Hare was blue and white and loud. I was getting messages from friends at home that you could hear the GSU chants uh, on TV. The team played great. You know, that, that go-ahead touchdown there with a minute 30 to go was the only offensive touchdown by Auburn the entire game. They hadn't scored a touch. The only touch on they had at that point was that blocked punt that is just, I mean, which really makes you feel like how horrible that blocked punt was that it turned into points uh, on that play. Um,
1: that's, I mean, that's what I call the, the biggest problem of the game. I mean, we all, we all talk about the, the terrible refs call, but um, I think the punt, the punt block was probably the biggest issue of the, of the night for us.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, it was just and yeah, that was on the other end of the field from where we were seated right. and I have not had the uh, testicular fortitude to go back and rewatch this game again. So I don't know exactly what happened about it, but it, from what I was reading the the game research, it looked blatant like th- there was something being seen. You could, you could tell that the defense was going to be coming and going to break through or something. I don't know a timeout. Excuse me, a timeout should have called should have been called something could have something could have happened to negate that but when it comes down to it <laughs> punts are a very big common part of the game you, you you cannot mess up that kind of stuff um when when you're playing a team like auburn
1: yeah no that's exactly right and the thing is is we'll punt like a million more times and not have that same exact thing happen to us so it's it's a uh... That's what's that's what's kind of bull about it, you know. It's like it's so frustrating to see. So,
0: yeah, um, yeah let's talk about the uh, that uh, that bad officiating call, you know. So. We're sitting there. That that happened right in front of us. That was the section of the field that we were on. So we had just as good of a view as anybody did on that play. And I had been more directly behind me, and he stands like, you know, twelve feet taller than me. So he had even a better view of what was going on. So when I saw it, you know, I just assumed a reception because I don't know a lot about football. And he saw it immediately. He said, he said, no catch. He he saw that ball. Bo- He's the only one. He's bobble. the
1: only one in in the stands that said that.
0: Maybe he willed it into being. Is that what you're saying?
1: Maybe. Uh, yeah, so, they, they,
0: so they say it's going to go to review. We start cheering. The rest of Jordan Harris starts booing. And we're as as they get the replay up on the TV. I think there's one, two, maybe even three replays, different angles, and you know Auburn fans are just cheering and cheering and cheering. And that fourth angle comes in, and the rest of Jordan Hare goes silent while our section just erupts because it was blatantly obvious that ball touched the ground before he had any kind of um, control on it. So yeah. we were, set, were like, "Awesome! This is great!" And then the SEC gun to SEC.
1: <sighs> yeah, yeah. I still just don't know, like, what would have ended up happening had that call, um, had that call gone our way. Like, I mean, they were they were still marching down the field. Like, we still screwed that up without that call. So, oh, absolutely.
0: That 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 drive was a ninety-eight yard drive when it was yeah. when all when things were all said and done. And I agree. We don't know. We don't know what would have happened on. If, that was a uh, first and ten on our 30 play that turned into a first and 10 on the 10 or first and goal on the 10. Uh, it would have been a second and 10 on the 30. That's harder to convert into a touchdown than a first and goal is, but you know, it's Auburn. You can still do it. They have a new quarterback in who's obviously marched down 98 yards or 60 yards at this point against us. Yeah. So we don't know, but it's just frustrating when a call like that happens and you know, you played your hearts out that entire game and some of that happens and. And you don't know, and then and then on top of that, even despite being first and goal, not to be, dwell on the negative, but being first and goal, we turned it into a fourth and nine. A Fourth and yeah. Nine. We
1: still we still stopped them really
0: I yeah. Mean- and in any other scenario, if this if this game if this drive had happened in the the opening act of the game, that pro- they probably just go for a field goal there. Yeah. But obviously, they have to go for a touchdown. There's no other option. We got a lot of pressure on that new quarterback that, you know, we basically got their, their starting court. I think they said he left for a minor injury. Yeah. His minor injury was losing to Georgia state. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so it, it, it's, it's, I mean, I like, you know, if, if a, a billion kind of things could have happened. if we could have gotten a, just a finger on that ball coming down, if, you know, somebody was actually able to pull down Finley before he threw the ball, yeah. so many things have happened. And like, we would be having a completely different conversation right now. You would probably still be drunk from Saturday.
1: Well, how many, so how many three and outs did our offense have in that fourth quarter too? You know, I mean, that, right. that sort of, you know, I don't know, I don't know much about play calling and, and the types of things that should have happened there, but it felt very like uh, nothing seemed to be working for us. And it seemed very conservative by my engaging uh and maybe a little too conservative
0: yeah a little flashbacks to um a certain game that was 28-3 at one point we had scored we had scored 24 points against auburn in the first two quarters <laughs> of the game more points than they have given up in any game so far this season we did in the first two quarters and then we could not sniff the end zone in the, uh, the second half whatsoever at all. I, I mean,
1: I don't even know how many first downs we got. Like seriously, I just, I, it, it can't
0: I, be I, many. I may be, I may be wrong, but I want to say one. Yeah. I want to say one in the, in the second half. Yeah. Uh, I, cause I did go back and look at some of the stat sheets, but my brain's not good. So I don't remember things good. So, uh, but you know, yeah. So there I mean, two, you go. Two,
1: two more first downs and we're, and, and we win that game really. or I
0: mean. Yeah. Or if we would have managed to get a, another score, because if we've gotten a field goal, then you know them uh, getting that touchdown and the extra point or that the, they had to go for the two points, you know, that would have tied the game right with with us to have more time left. So who knows? Who knows what could have happened? Uh, it's a bummer on all accounts. Um, but man, it was a fun time. It was a, It was a fun. It was a fun two hours and fifty eight minutes, wasn't it?
1: Is that how long the game was?
0: Uh, it's, I, three hours, I don't know.
1: No, I I just, I, that seems short. Um, and also, I mean, the the trip up there was just a blast, man. The bus was, the bus was awesome. It was great. We had a good time on the bus.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I almost didn't make it into the stadium though. Why? (laughs) Remember we're getting ready. We're packing the buses there. Everyone's there. We got the booze loaded up. We're getting ready to put it all on the bus. And my friend who came from out of town with me, she's like, uh, do you have our game tickets? (laughs) (laughs) so i'm making Uh, a mad dash from the stadium back home to pick up the tickets and get back and uh yeah that was
1: you weren't going anywhere without you
0: no and i told chris i was like i'm the one i'm the one's got your tip money chris so you're not driving anywhere without me
1: (laughs) (laughs) but it was nice i I, you know I, i i for not a moment did i look at the road uh that pretty crappy drive through uh down down to alabama and uh I got pretty drunk all the way down there and uh, brought a good buddy with me who hasn't been to a game in a long time and hasn't been drunk in a long time. And he got pretty toasty as well.
0: Yeah. Speaking of drunk, uh, shout outs to our sponsors, uh, Dry County Brewery, Max Beer and Wine, and then Post Meridium, our our favorite canned cocktails. Man.
1: Those
0: gimlets. Yeah. Yeah. We made the mistake of telling body how great they were. And so I came home with what little leftovers we had. There's not a single gimlet leftover.
1: Yeah, there is there is a single one. It's in my fridge.
0: <laughs> there you go. I, I knew there would be some uh, some stealing of things in there. <laughs> the, but yeah, the Chelsea, County, they, uh, they gave us they, they gave us so much alcohol. We had such a good time, a good variety of everything. It was a lot of fun, and yeah, uh, what what little I do have left over, and that's actually quite a bit. I'll be bringing out to our state of Atlanta tailgates uh, for for us to enjoy. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. I, a good I like. Bunch
1: of those tri county Ambers they were uh they were delicious so I can uh, tell you
0: did because I think I only have a couple of those left
1: yeah I had uh, I probably had three or four of those on the way on the way there
0: <laughs> <laughs> along with the gimlets and everything else and,
1: and a couple of gimlets yeah <laughs> so my
0: favorite part about the drive down there was actually there's been a bit of a miscommunication I had given the dispatch office the location of the lot we were supposed to park at <laughs> but they had given the driver the address of Jordan Hare Stadium. So it was never discussed. And we're just driving through, we're going through all the big tailgates and the parties and and then it's time to turn. Like I guess i right by Jordan Hare. And it's all blocked off and oops. We need to go about a mile south. So we're at a little T intersection, the middle of, of uh, Auburn, game day, cars everywhere, people everywhere, and we're having to back a bus up. We Chris is having to back a bus up. <laughs> we're stopping all traffic. It's like
1: m- at Jordan Hare, too. I mean yeah, we're yeah. walk away. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It was great. Like everyone was just kind of stopping and staring at us. I, I wish we'd had the bus decked out in uh, state of Atlanta gear, but instead, what what was the logo on the bus? It the, was Talladega. the
1: Talladega Tornado Marching Band.
0: <laughs> They're like, what is this? The half game, halftime entertainment? What's going on over here? Why is there a bunch of old dudes just drinking beer and laughing out the window? <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh... That was good. I was like, I was like, do we know where we're going at
0: all? <laughs> nope. No idea whatsoever at all. Uh, but we That's... found a good spot. We set up. We had a few drinks. and Then we started making our way through Auburn. And, you know, I said on this podcast last week that whenever we've gone to these P5 program, when I've gone to the P5 program games, the fans have been nothing but welcoming and, uh, you know, fun and want to talk to you, find out about your school and your program, because nobody knows that Georgia State's in Atlanta. Yeah and uh it was not the exact experience we got walking up to the game trying to go in those tailgate areas not that anybody was rude or anything but i just don't feel like it was a uh, incredibly welcoming it, it was almost very corporate like everybody had their, like their their sponsor banners up on their their tailgate tents and
1: well they, they are it's all it is pro- professional tailgating company that that we were walking through all their tents i think uh I, I don't remember what the brand is but you basically pay them some money and then they set up some. no but
0: each tent had their own like like this is this yeah, company like or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know it just wasn't it was they, they weren't rude they weren't in apply it just wasn't the same experience that i got you know if there is an Auburn fan listening, uh, Alabama fans are more welcoming to, oh, I, I to, don't know, to, man. to Georgia State. I, I,
1: I had a different experience, and I, uh, I definitely. So <clears throat> there were a bunch of people wearing royal blue, like our blue, um, for some reason, even though that's not an Auburn color. And uh, I kept on going up to them and being like, "Go State!" and they were like, "No." And I'm like, "Well, you're you're doing it wrong." <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,
0: I, I did see. People were
1: terrible to me. Uh, but and I, I probably got like two or three beers from uh from tailgates walking around just. Walking
0: oh, so around. yeah, you you won out there because I actually literally had a I was talking to a woman and she literally just said you're just you just want a beer from me and I'm like, uh huh. Yeah, I do. I said, yeah. <laughs> and I guess that's what I'm getting at. People didn't give me free alcohol, so I'm mad at them now.
1: Yeah, no, I probably got two or three free free beers.
0: I got one Fireball uh airplane bottle.
1: Well, I'm sorry. Oh, I had yeah. one of those two on the god. I drink a lot.
0: You you have a problem.
1: I'm like tallying now, like now that we're discussing this. Now, whew, I didn't have anything at the game, and I didn't have anything on the ride home. So Did you
0: drink on the ride home at all?
1: I had nothing on the way home. I yeah, I didn't drink during the, the game home.
0: because they don't sell there. There were two guys on our bus that did have something during the game. They had managed to sneak in those little bladders.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: And those two guys were passed out in the bus the entire <laughs> ride. <laughs> uh, we, pictures exist.
1: We, we didn't get to stop at a Waffle House, too, which was just phenomenal. I mean, that was so good.
0: <laughs> Late, yeah, because I didn't, like I said, I didn't get up during the game, so I didn't get any food at all. And yeah, so that, that little bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich from Waffle House, where, wherever we were in Alabama, and there's pictures on oh, Twitter. Man. Texas uh, bacon,
1: chicken melt. Oof, that's it. That's where it's at.
0: And we ran into you know, a Georgia State got, fan. We ran into a Georgia they got State the best, fan there. They
1: got the best chicken in the world. It's, it says it on a sign inside.
0: Well, it's got to it be true. Inside. You you can't you can't put that on a sign and it not be true.
1: That's right. That's right. It's good, man. It's good stuff.
0: Yeah, um, but it was a good time. We got back. It, the game being four o'clock. You know, it was late getting back, but it was good. Um, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do South Carolina next year at Columbia. Hopefully, we get some more people on the bus with us. Hopefully, our sponsors will. Uh, uh, still support us. Um, it was good. It was good.
1: I don't see him not.
0: Um, I, well, yeah, like come on. Like, you
1: know, Max, Max, Max,
0: Max, to Mac. Gonna Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Mac tonight. Do you remember that? So are you too young for that?
1: Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay. I, f- I figured you are too young
0: <laughs> for that. Uh, so I guess we talked a little bit about like, I guess it kind of a transition a little bit. Um, based off what we saw because our our football season is definitely a tale of you know uh, two halves of this quarter of football uh we have the army unc game we have the charlotte auburn game uh, obviously offense changed in between those uh two to uh, yeah. two whatever um what are you expecting to see out of georgia state for the rest of the season based off what we've seen so far
1: well, I talked about it a little bit uh, with the App State guys that <clears throat> I don't necessarily think Granger is the answer. Uh, I don't think he's been phenomenal. He's been good enough, um, and like Quad, Quad at his prime last year was definitely better. Uh, I don't know what what Quad needs to shake him up and you know knock the rust off, but <laughs> but um, he needs something, and uh, I I think I think we're good enough for sure um, to win a lot of games still, but um there's still just a lot of question marks. I don't know, man. I, I don't know I don't have a good answer for you.
0: Yeah, I don't really have one either. And I got asked that <laughs> question by the uh the, the black and gold guys and I was kinda like, all right, this is where I had to start saying words that come out of my head into my mouth. And
1: I, well, so Granger for for Charlotte, I mean I think he, he passed for fifty percent, which is not that's not gonna cut it. Um that, I mean it did cut it, but I mean Actually I think not- he's
0: fifty percent Like total for the season for the two games. Like
1: sixty at Auburn, Uh, he was. You know, he did a little bit better, but he mean he was still just like just good enough. I think you know. I mean, if he if he completes a couple more passes, we win the game. I mean, just just a couple, right? So. I don't know. I'm just not feeling too, too high on quarterback right now. Uh, and we all know it's a key position. We all also know it's team sport, so everyone else can p- pick it yeah, up. Yeah, but there's,
0: there's only one player on the, well, I guess, technically, there's only two players on the team that touch the ball every single snap. Yeah. And that's well, your center and your quarterback. So. Well, we'll
1: get, we'll get Pinkney back though. Uh, and that should escalate the play of our quarterback. Our offensive line did, uh, protect the quarterback through both of those games pretty well. Um, and if they're protected and they got Sam to throw it to, I think we'll be better for sure.
0: Yeah. That's what I've been saying is we still have not seen the full power of this, um, of this battle station. Um, we've still not seen the full, you know, power, <laughs> of <this>. fully
1: operational, <laughs> fully <laughs>
0: operational, uh, <laughs> but uh because so sam pickney like you know he, he had you know he missed the first game with uh some covid stuff he missed the second game for a nagging hamstring thing um uh, not sure if he played in charlotte can't remember but or at or against charlotte but he he did have one reception for eight yards against auburn so he's definitely back and if we start seeing him back out there we can create a passing game i think that uh I don't, and Granger gets a little bit more confident and obviously get taking all the first-team snaps in practice. Um, I, I I don't know what to expect myself, but I think obviously our rushing defense is what we wanted it to, what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, the passing defense has been competent um, in the last oh, two yeah, games. Yeah. Uh, r- rushing game, our, our running game has been great. I mean, uh, Tucker Gregg breaks away for a 50-yard touchdown against Auburn. That's that's phenomenal. We were able to, to move the ball easily, at least in the first half against them. It's going to come down to whether we can throw the ball or not.
1: Yeah. Can you believe uh, Thrash is still a backup wide receiver? He's still <laughs> number two on the depth chart. That's crazy to me.
0: It is because I mean he should be a first string uh, starting wide receiver just because you know his name is so cool.
1: I mean they must just just flip him you know in and out, and he's only number two because somebody had to be number one, and they probably just picked the senior.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah.
1: I don't know if he's a senior, but the senior player. I don't.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't. I think he's a senior but i also just say words that come into my head the
1: older, the older player the player the who's elder. been here longer got got number one even though they they just put him in you know depending on what the game situation is which thrash has been you know killing it while pinkney's been out
0: uh of note we did get the wide receivers coach of auburn fired after the game
1: oh for real i didn't know yeah. that
0: <laughs> yeah i mean even though it was a wide receiver that caught the game winning ball but uh yeah, uh, that was that was kind of interesting. That that's the fall guy that came out of that was they fired the wide receivers coach, and he still gets paid. Man, I don't know anything about football, but if I did, like that's a career to go into. Uh, he got fired, and he's gonna get paid six hundred thousand dollars out of the remainder of his two year contract.
1: <laughs> I bet. Um, I bet. I bet Bo Nix lost his job too. I mean, I guess yeah. we'll see on Saturday. But I I will be interested to know whether or not uh, Nick starts or. Whatever, Finley. Finley
0: T.J. Finley,
1: yeah, who also wasn't was not great. I mean, I just I was not impressed with either of their quarterbacks. But well,
0: uh, based yeah. off of that post game celebration, you would not know that he was not phenomenal because he ran around that field like he had just all those beaten, players, like like he just won the Super Bowl, you know, as That's a backup. How, but.
1: Every single one of those Auburn players, I was like, I don't know how they're not hanging their head in shame with the way that they played that game. They did not deserve to win that game one bit. The-
0: no, not 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 at all. And I get you're excited, and you, you saw your season kind of coming down to a you – know, crashing down upon you uh, by losing to Georgia State in week four of the season, and you're excited that that's not the case. But, yeah, and again, you're 18- to 22-year-old guys here. But, yeah, uh, the celebration, you got – you don't got a lot. I hope that coach was yelling – Yelling at them in the in the uh, the locker room if that game was over, you know. Yeah. Get your That's heads out of your mean, asses. I mean, couldn't have been
1: happy about that. Yeah. You know. Couldn't have been happy. And you know what? I want to apologize to to Sean Elliott, um, because he obviously had our players ready for that game. Uh, <clears> and uh, even though Harson had our number, uh, you know, named players and named strengths and all that stuff, like I, I gave him credit. Uh, they played pretty crappy, and we played pretty darn good. And uh, I think. I think I think we did all right. So
0: yeah, I want to give uh, Coach props, and then I want to then I want to criticize him a little bit. So I'll <laughs> I'll start off with the with the good. Uh, yeah, I watched the post game presser of uh, of Coach Elliott, and then I participated in the uh, Monday's presser of Coach. And what we've said about Coach from the moments that we know, the time we get to spend with him at the Woods Chapel. Uh, little media events and everything. He's, he's an honest, good guy who I can tell really does truly care about, not just the players as a person or as a, as a player, uh, but as an individual and wants them to achieve greatness. And he was, you know, physically emotional about losing that game and what it took away from these players who had played their hearts out for a full 60 minutes of football. So I just really liked that in the coach. I really, yeah. really liked that. It's um, maybe, maybe it's me watching too much Friday night lights back in the day. And uh, the way the coach was so, so into the players, making sure that they were, you know, uh, growing as, as human beings. And I don't know, all that, all that kind of crap. I just liked it. I liked it. So under the criticism, you know, that fan base we had at the stadium, that little sliver we had at Jordan hair was awesome. I mean, it was the best Panther fans out there and if you're an awesome panther fan and you weren't there i get it but it was the best it was it great was.
1: And we were we were very loud very animated uh i heard i heard we could hear you could hear us on tv quite clear throughout the game right and uh i was i was very proud of our fan base for sure and so stuck around OC, when, when sure. that
0: game was over because you know what if <clears throat> if that fourth and down reception had been dropped, that pass had been dropped, you you would have been, you would have evacuated those Auburn fans would have evacuated that stadium, but we lost that game and those fans stuck around and they waited for every single player to leave that field. And the locker, their, their exit was right by our section there. So we get to cheer on all these guys and there's a lot of heads hung low. There was some waves to the fans and whatnot. They were uh, visibly upset, but we stuck around and we waited for coach Elliott. And, you know, I love you, coach. I really do. And I want to watch us succeed under under you. But he didn't even look up to the fans. There was maybe a little hand kind of signal while it was down at his waist. He didn't look up to the fans. He didn't wave. And I know you're upset. But, man, come on. I would have loved some acknowledgement of the fans that came down there and cheered their hearts out for, you know, however many hours that game was. I was a little bummed about that. It really, I mean, it really bummed me out.
1: Well, I'll, I'll say I didn't. I didn't even. I don't think I put my eyes on him at all during that game. Not once. Not after the game. Not during the game. Not. Well, I didn't make it before the game, so I missed. I missed the little eagle, which you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I, I don't. I, I don't care if he never looked up. Man, he he was busy. This is his job.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing though. Is um. Yes, it's his job. He's paid to be here, and we all pay for him to be here, yeah. and. Or, or I shouldn't say we pay for him to be here. We, we pay to be there, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah. I just would, I would have appreciated just a look up and like a, a wave and you know, something like thanks for everything you did during this game. Sorry, we couldn't bring it home or whatever it is. So I'm not going to dwell on it. I, I, once we have finished this conversation, I'm not going yeah. to talk about it anymore. But I think,
1: it, I, I think it's just to add a little more to it though. I think it's really clear how pissed off he was at the outcome of that game and how out of control it felt for him uh because he i don't think i think that you know I don't, I don't i don't know if he's gotten fined or anything but i'm pretty sure it's like against ncaa rules to criticize refs uh after a game and he's done nothing but
0: i i think he ch- has chosen his words very wisely okay, all right <laughs> where he's he because he, he, he said things like you know when you play the sec these are the things you got to play with Right. and and stuff like that.
1: The ESPN so, had an article on the bus ride home. I mean, it, I got a push notification from ESPN about about Coach Elliott being like the refs blew the game for us.
0: Well, he didn't say the refs. He said that call.
1: Okay, all right. Fair that enough. call
0: did yeah. not not that the refs got it wrong or anything yeah. like that. So yeah, I, he's, he's a smart man. He 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 knows how to <laughs> choose his words wisely. He's not he's not going to be uh, getting that ten thousand dollar fine or whatever it is. But yeah. All right, are we done with Auburn?
1: Uh, I mean, what else are we gonna do? I don't, I don't know what, what's on the agenda.
0: Yeah, because I don't send an agenda out. Uh, did, <laughs> did you Did you hear that uh, Georgia State's moving to the to Conference USA?
1: Oh, thank goodness! I'm so excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> we finally get to play oh, Old Dominion again.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: no, are they not CUSA?
0: Uh, they are CUSA, but this is beach volleyball. Beach volleyball is. Oh. The- <laughs>
1: Right. Is, I, is, I broke that news in the chat
0: <laughs> i actually i had tweeted it out before you put it in the chat i was i was actually on the presser with coach lanier when wow. i saw the the tweet come in so i'd retweeted it so yes you broke it in our group our private group chat but i, I, I tweeted it out already but yeah, yeah I, just so,
1: I just didn't care that's why i didn't get your joke <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, it's interesting. So we've been playing in the CCSA, the Coastal Collegiate Sports Association, which is basically a conference that only has swimming, diving, and beach volleyball. And now basically Conference USA did not sponsor beach volleyball before this, but had a number of USA teams that were in the CCSA with, with Georgia State. So they split it up and they're basically... It took four teams from Conference USA, three teams from the Sun Belt, and the Conference USA now sponsors beach volleyball. And I was kind of curious about why they would do that because we had some cool teams that we played against in in uh, that CCSA, FSU, LSU, uh, South Carolina, TCU, UAB. Well, I guess UAB is going to be with us as well. But like, I would. I don't care what the sport is. I want to be in a in a conference. I want that sport to be in a conference with fsu and lsu in south carolina
1: i mean maybe didn't soccer start in a, a, a conference with south carolina and then move move on or something like that or south carolina moved on
0: uh does the sec not sponsor soccer i feel
1: like they don't uh i there, think you're right there's there some weird hiccup there that we were in a conference with south carolina um, well um i don't know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because there's not a lot of eyeballs there i don't think well i, I just i think- don't think it matters
0: well, I think what they did, though, I think it's kind of clever. Uh, what they did, based off what I was reading on the CCSA announcement, is basically they split it up because n- both Conference USA and the CCSA will have auto-bids into the NCAA championship. So now they they had 14 teams or something in the CCSA. And so now, which, with one team making the, uh, or however many teams making the, the um, NCAA tournament, now by splitting up conferences, you have a better chance to get more teams in the NCAA tournament. I don't know. That was it.
1: But what does that do? What does that even do for us? You know, like, I just, I'm, I know, I know we're supposed to support everything, but like, you know, I just don't know what it means.
0: I think it gives us an easier chance to get an NCAA bid. All
1: right. I'll take it. That's money, right?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I want our athletes to play for for uh, national championships. Championship. Yeah. 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 So that's cool.
1: Well, and I our like- beach volleyball has been really good. I, you know, I, maybe the last year uh, they slipped a little, but, uh, just from, from their inception, they've been very good.
0: Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Um, like I said, I was on the press conference with Coach Lanier. I got to ask him a question, Ryan, about scheduling.
1: Cool. <laughs> Should I just mute myself now for a little while while you talk to yourself about scheduling?
0: No, I just asked. Tim's him. not
1: here. You know, he's the one who would banter with you about this, and I, I won't because it's boring.
0: Well, you know – Ah, uh, Coach Hunter has been on record saying that it was hard scheduling. Like, he would never heard no so many times trying to do um, a home schedule. So that that was my question. It was like, you know, have you experienced the same thing at uh, Georgia State that that Coach Hunter did? And he kind of beat around the bush a little bit. Kind of just talked about scheduling philosophy and everything. And we I mean, obviously cause he is his history comes from what Tennessee and Texas and. Miami may I forget anyhow about how, when, when he was playing with, when he's with those teams, you know, you can schedule the big boys and then you basically buy six or seven wins that come into your home stadium. You hope you, you, you plan to beat the, the, the big, the, he didn't say the team names. I'm saying a Duke or a North Carolina, you, you hope and you play to beat them. But then you know that even if you lose that, you can just purchase six or seven wins, uh, but that's not that's not what georgia has the opportunity to do and then the curse of actually being good in your home stadium like as a mid-major as georgia state is um when you're good nobody wants to come play you because they're going to lose so you basically have have to seek out the other teams that are in the kind of the same position that you are of like can't get scheduled home games because they're good and play them but and it was kind of cool. It's kind of interesting. I it yeah, was going to
1: say, it seems like um, people that are perceived at our level would probably want to play us, be at just to take the chance to knock us off.
0: Right. It sounds like there's a lot of scaredy cats in college basketball.
1: Well, I think that makes sense too, but
0: yeah, who knows. there was one thing he said that you know, there was a little bit talking about the, the new convocation center. And we kind of got a little nervous about how it seems like from the drawings and what we can see, it looks like it's going to be cramped in there. And he got to do his hard hat tour of it recently. And he says, driving from the outside, it's hard to tell how big it is on the inside. So hopefully once we actually get in there.
1: All right. Wait, so I feel like it's the same thing I tell my
0: dates when I was uh, younger, It may look small on the outside, but it's going to be much bigger on the inside.
1: (laughs) Doctor Who, right? The the TARDIS bigger on the inside. Um, But does it look cramped? I've not experienced that. I I think it looks. I think it looks plenty big. I I don't. I don't understand.
0: There were some tweets that came out, or tweets. There was a tweet of some pictures came out, and it looked like from the top rows that basically the steel beaming was like at your head level and just look like very, very cramped and claustrophobic at the top. But, you know, those are, those are construction pictures. Yeah, Who we'll knows? see. We'll see. Yeah.
1: Who knows? I. The thing is, yeah, I, I would, I would hate to like have that criticism and then walk in on day one and be like, oh my God, this is fantastic. Like, why would we even talk about this for half a second? You know?
0: No, I, I want to set expectations incredibly low so that when I go in there and it's phenomenal, it's even more phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. do you care what the other teams in conference did last week
1: uh, no nope
0: Monroe beat Troy
1: oh I sort of cared about that and then I didn't so, yeah,
0: yeah, that's about as far as I cared about it.
1: That's, I mean, Monroe one is interesting. Uh, I don't know who Troy is still. Um, you know, I just they're very well, they
0: smart. were picked to be better than us in our division by a lot of people this season. So
1: they may as well be called the Troy football team. You know, I don't, I don't know who they are. So Troy State. Yeah, I'm just not that interested. I the interesting
0: thing I thought about that though is their quarterback, Monroe's quarterback apparently experienced a collapse long and you got a, gotta collapse long during the game and uh played the entire game he went to the i c u after the game but he played he an entire
1: long and was playing
0: I, I, I guess i don't know everything let me put it this way he got injured in the first quarter of the game played the entire game after the game went to the i c u with a with a collapse long and it's just it's, it's, it's
1: <laughs> good god.
0: And it's uh, Rich Rodriguez's kid, the the offensive coordinator. It's his, uh, it's his son. Man, so I guess I guess you don't disappoint dad. You know, you gotta I, play.
1: I I I have a lot of opinions about that, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, we don't do that on the
1: podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, one one thing I guess of a little bit of note is apparently Appy State has a. Um, Big beef with Marshall. I guess they had, back in their FCS days. That was a big rivalry. I guess because the schools are relatively close and had a lot of back and forth. So they played each other as an out of conference game this week, and App won thirty one to thirty. So a close game. So they're gonna be pretty happy about that. I don't know if that has anything to do with <laughs> mentalities coming in here next week. Um, Trash down south loss.
1: And they lost uh, more more than just the, the game. They lost a coach.
0: They did lose a coach. Um, <laughs> ha ha. Do you want to talk about that here or talk about it on last call?
1: Uh, we can talk about it on last call. We also talked about it uh, for quite a bit on the, the um, what is it? Black That's true. Yeah. People. So
0: we'll save it for last call. Yeah. Uh, if there's two things that, or there's two things. If there's one thing that two podcasts from Georgia State, App State uh, want to do is talk about, the trash down south
1: that's right yeah we should talk them for quite some time <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right well this week look, tell me if any of these games sound anywhere even like interesting to you uh monroe at coastal coastal favored by 34 and a half points no nope. uh, troy at south carolina south carolina favored by seven
1: you know another program that i don't have a lot of feelings about that would be South Carolina. South Carolina. They, just, they yeah. don't do anything for me. I don't. Nothing. Well,
0: make, well, you can talk about that next year when we go up there with the bus.
1: I'll will t- t- tell them when we beat them.
0: Yeah, uh, Archie State at the trash uh, minus two. Uh, uh trash is favored by two. What? Yeah.
1: That's crazy. That's a weird. I, uh, I'm I'm
0: kind of surprised what? as well. Um, and then Lafayette favored twelve and a half points at South Alabama. South Alabama is uh, undefeated right now.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And uh did we talk about Appy's uh Appy's uh got 10 points on us, right?
0: Yes, yeah, I I didn't include that, but yeah, I guess I should have mentioned that before. We yeah, we just haven't
1: talked about it yet. That's all. Usually we would have discussed that.
0: We would discussed okay. that already. Yeah, yeah, they're favored by 10. Uh I was forced to give a prediction I didn't we didn't do predictions, I don't think, last night talking to those guys. They forced me to give a prediction and I decided that I'm gonna go with twenty four nineteen Georgia State. That was the score we were leading. Uh, uh, Auburn with before everything went to crap. Uh, I
1: think I think that's solid. Uh, I would probably say twenty four you know ten.
0: I told him that I think that it's gonna be a low scoring game like it was last season, and if one team scores twenty or more points, well, obviously that the it's gonna be a team that scores twenty more twenty or more points. They're not gonna have both teams score twenty or more. I don't think so. So that was kind of my logic on it. And I think yeah. it's going to be us.
1: Yeah. I, you know, and I think they, they brought it up. We've lost seven, right? I mean, we've played them. Is it seven times? Seven in a row. Seven?
0: Oh, oh, and seven against yeah. the Mountaineers.
1: That's crazy, man. We just, we got to win at some point. That's what I was telling them. And I don't feel like they disagreed with me. Like law of averages. We, we just got to win one eventually. Right. I mean, you can't just lose all the games.
0: Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I said tonight with him as well. Yeah. You know, at some point we got to win. You know, it's just (laughs) the law of that. Well, it's kind of like my daughter, you know, uh, my my oldest, my my youngest doing her shoes puts on left foot, right foot. You figure law of averages roughly 50 percent of the time she's going to get left foot, right foot. Correct. Right. That's that's my that's my two and a half year old, my four and a half year old. The same logic should apply, maybe even better, because you know she's two years older. I kid, could not figure out what the left and right foot shoe look like. So that's what that's what we've been so far against App State. We've not yeah. been able to figure out what shoe you put on your foot. I don't know if that analogy makes any sense whatsoever at all. But I want to make it fun did, of my daughter.
1: I was going to let it go until you questioned it. So yeah, I
0: just want to make fun of my daughter because that's uh, what good parenting's like.
1: <laughs> so
0: um, I don't think it even makes sense to talk about rankings right now because. Barely any conference games have been played. Um, yeah, I think it was forty three minutes. We can go ahead and head on to uh, last call.
1: All right, without Tim too.
0: Hey, screw that guy, right?
1: <laughs> I won't say he's it. on vacation. He's, not gonna live he, all he's way,
0: on right? vacation with his family in Florida. They're at dinner right now. So, yep. yeah. Uh, let's let's take a look at the comments right now. Let's see. Um, nah. did you hear? Uh, did you hear Matt Brown from extra points saying the GSU would stay in the Sun Belt even if the AAC offered an invite? Yeah. Did you see that Ryan?
1: I did. I did. I, um, I, and I heard the same thing. Um, and I, 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 I think that's probably the right move, like sit and wait to see how it all pans out and where the teams fall, because it seems like some people are saying no, and some people are saying yes, and we don't know what the conferences are going to look like. Um, And I feel like the AAC with those three teams gone is uh, not looking nearly as good. You know, I mean they 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 may be they might be CUSA. You know, a couple years ago, uh, thinking that they were going to be climbing the ladder, taking all these good teams, and then uh, you know, kind of shitting the bed on that one. So,
0: yeah, I I I'm beginning to agree. With that uh, line of thought, I think that it's more or less, it's not that we don't necessarily want to be with the teams that are left. It's what is that conference going to look like in two to three years from now? Because yeah. the Big, Big 12 said that they're probably not done, which means Memphis is likely to leave as well. And and then also with the American, like it sounds like they're adding Colorado State and Air Force. Those are not games that we want to put our Olympic athletes on and, and travel to every single year that's that's a huge cost right if if american was loading up on more east coast teams or just eastern or even more central uh teams it's kind of good i i mean i've been very very open about how i feel about this conference uh but yeah i i think right now it makes more sense to stay pat and, and just wait to see how things fall out yeah. And this doesn't mean that we still don't join the American Conference. It means that right now we need to see what the Americans going to do, what the Big Twelve is going to do, and uh, and then you know there's also some um, some talk that USM has been um, is all but going to be joining Sun Belt here. Yes.
1: It sounds like there's legit smoke, and I feel like when all this conference realignment happens, when there is legit smoke, uh, it means it's going to happen in a couple days. I mean, that's, right, right. That's sort of been the experience: is nothing gets leaked until it's real, and it's real. I think you know. So we're going right. to have Southern Miss, and then uh, Marshall is still. Still in the not legit smoke, but but in the heavily talked about stage, I feel like, uh, and that I mean, I think Marshall and USM would just be great programs to be in a conference with.
0: I agree. I think that uh, both those programs really elevate uh, <clears throat> where the Sun Belt is uh, as far as competitiveness. Uh, Marshall, obviously, both in, in football and uh, basketball, Southern Miss just more of as an, an almost a name recognition type thing because they've been struggling. Of late, but I like those two editions, and I like an East-West edition. It doesn't mess up um, the divisions we have right now. So, yeah, definitely. yeah. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> the Coastal game does sound boring, but I have a a Sun Belt team favored by thirty points. Is cool.
1: But are they favored over another Sun Belt team? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> does that is it, does it uh, negate itself that they're favored over a conference mate? <laughs> that's a good. It's a it's a good point. Yeah, your and favorite thirty four and a half points over a team that's supposed to be your peer, <laughs> showing the uh, the real parody that is um, that is sunbelt football. So uh,
1: you, you made a comment though in our in our uh, Patreon chat um, that you know. We just need to make sure that we are the top of the sun Belt year in and year out and and that will do its job and so um I mean, and I think you're you're just right. we just need to start competing where we are instead of worrying about being in the AAC that we don't know what it's gonna look like in a year or two. We don't know what it's gonna look like like next month I mean you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no that's what we got to do we We need to become you know the top team in the east uh, right. top team in the conference playing that, that championship game every year, get, get known there and just, just, just be a better team athletically from top to bottom. And I think that's, what's going to happen with, um, you know, the facility improvements, the convocation center is going to, I think it's good. I think just having that facility is going to help the basketball program, which is already probably the best program we have, um, um, uh, with with the university, uh, if we can get baseball, down there, softball down there, soccer's already moved over. W- women's, we didn't talk about other sports, and I'm not going to get into it, but women's sports continues to, or women's uh, soccer continues to do well. Uh, this season, nice. picked up a I think a, a win and a tie since we talked uh, last week. So uh,
1: we talk yeah. a lot about this, but we need to get to a game.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, in our private group chat, the the talk of soccer came up um, right before we came on, and I wanted to reply that yes, we need we need to get a state of Atlanta night or day over at uh, the soccer facility. Yeah. So I'll take a look at the schedule and see if so we can. Men and
1: women play back to back, or do they play? A that's time? exactly
0: what I want to do. I want to see if I can find a day where they both play there i don't yeah. know if they do that logistically i'm not sure if that's going to be uh um uh, easy for them to do but i know they I mean, yeah. they've got they i was wondering when they made that facility for both of them if they would kind of make it like a you know for a men's game it's men's locker room and everything women's they, it's women's locker room but no they actually did split it in half so they actually the men and women have their own separate locker rooms check. over there cool. so it's possible I, I would think that they could have two games without having to worry about moving everything out everything in um, for a game. But yeah, we need to get out there.
1: Man, I remember touring that facility when they first built it as a training facility for for, for football and just thinking how cool it was. I bet that's a just a really cool, like, I don't know. Oh, it's
0: got to be so much better than what they had <laughs> at Panthersville.
1: Do they even have a locker room out there? I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, they they, the had chain, they had a change. They had to change at their dorms, and then hop on a Panther Express and that's, drive, you know, nine miles out to, to Panthersville.
1: Can the Panther Express even go that far? I mean, that's is it a real car? I, mean, I don't even,
0: even know, man. I mean, it's not it's not a battery. I think they can just throw a couple extra cans of uh, of gas in the back. They're, and... they're not in
1: the golf carts. Like
0: <laughs> nothing says starting a soccer game like the smell of gasoline in your shuttle bus on the way over to uh, to the fields. So. Yeah. Uh, All right. uh, We're gonna wrap this up and do last call. But I'm gonna post a link for those of you that are uh, watching right now in our comments. This is a link to watch the. If you would like to watch now, watch the uh, conversation that Ryan and I had with the Black and Gold Podcast, Alex and Charles, last night. It's just a just over an hour of us talking about Georgia State, (laughs) App State, Trash Down South, and whatever else came up. It was a good time. It was a real good time. And then. for the podcast listeners, the actual audio listeners, it will be released as a part part two. So when we finish this up, it should roll straight into uh, that episode, however your podcast app is set up. So, um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm going to put the little tagline thing at the end of uh, the part two episode about uh, everything, but... Consider contributing to our, our Patreon because I'm going to talk about it again. Consider contributing to our Patreon; three bucks a month helps us buy cool mics and
1: uh, <laughs> join the chat.
0: And uh, join fun. the chat. That's that's the fun part: being able to talk to you guys. And here we talk about all week before we lead into the episode. That's all. That's a lot of fun. And then also uh, discounts on our merchandise and other stuff at uh, merch. Do people t- get
1: our merchandise, and are there any discount codes or anything like that this week? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! I was trying to help, man. I was trying to help.
0: Uh, Merch.stateofatlanta.com to pick up a cool swag. Uh, I saw a few pictures in the in the uh, the the pictures from the Auburn game. I saw a few of our shirts out there in the stands, so it's kind of cool seeing that stuff out there. Be a cool kid. Be a cool kid. Join join the crowd. Do do what others are doing. Don't be individual. Be like us.
1: (laughs) Be one of us. (laughs) One of us.
0: Uh, Yeah. So. Thanks for listening and we will talk to you next week. Um, Well, we'll talk to you in a minute when you listen to the part two episode. Then after that, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you next week. So say goodbye, Ryan. Goodbye, Ryan. That's it for part one. Check out part two for our interview with uh, the Black and Gold podcast. Thanks for listening.